Christina Driscoll, host of the She's Brave podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me. When our son was five, my husband was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's. For the next 12 years, I learned how to be brave, resilient, and live my best life. On the podcast, we're going to meet so many amazing, brave, authentic, and resilient women who share their own journeys of how they learned how to be brave and are now living their best lives. Step into your best brave life with me, and let's go on this journey of how to be brave together. Hey everyone, it's Christina. Today's guest is Linda Brand. Linda is a mindset coach, a women's empowerment coach, and host of the Empowered Podcast. Linda and I talk about significant transformations in her own life, the importance of a morning routine, the importance of joy in our lives, and living an empowered life. Here she is, Linda Brand. Hi, Linda. Hi, Christina. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast because you're a very inspiring person to me. I, you know, we're friends on Facebook and I love how you just like jump on and you'll do like a Facebook live and you'll talk about like, you literally, you'll be walking the dog or you'll be... (laughs) in your car. And then you'll talk about your day. You're really authentic. You're really real. And you're really on this major path of transformation. And I feel that so many women are going to benefit from this conversation today. I want to jump right into the fact that you were born and raised in Michigan and lived there your whole life. And your son graduated from college recently. You basically attended a seminar in December of 2021. It was a woman, an author, Gina DeVee. She wrote a book called Audacity to be Queen. And you ended up going, uh, you went to a book signing actually, and then you attended her seminar. And you've been on this transformation journey ever since. And that wasn't even that long ago. That was just December, 2021. And then in April of this year, 2022, you moved to Florida. So you were a real estate agent in Michigan, and then you're doing some real estate. It's working out beautifully for you in Florida, but you are also a transformational coach and you've started up a podcast. What a year, Linda. What a year. Can you give us, I'm really curious to know a little bit more about Gina DeVee and how that changed you, because obviously something in you has majorly changed and transformed. Yeah. Well, I've always taken charge of my life and pretty much been on my own a long time. And I was a single mother and yes, the father was around, but I I still didn't have a lot of support from, you know, any of my personal family or anybody. And I've been an entrepreneur for 30 years, licensed in real estate and another business during that time. I took a break from real estate when my son was young and returned June of 11. And, but I've always kept my license. So anyway, I've always done what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Too. And so I got into coaching in 2017. I started hiring coaches and 
I was in real estate and I was hiring these coaches. They were all spiritual coaches. They were all mindset coaches. And prior to that, I'd been listening to powerful Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, all of those types of speakers and coaches for years because I was working on my mindset being in sales and having come from a family of a lot of toxic, negative things like that. So I kind of grew up in a pessimistic, not really positive environment. So being in sales, I was always doing that. So anyway, I started hiring coaches in 2017. And then in 2021, I was introduced to Gina DeVee and I was listening to her book, The Audacity to Be Queen. And she had an event in Chicago in November. And I drove four and a half hours, the longest I've ever driven to her book signing the night before the, the white party soiree. And then I met these fabulous women and they were all staying for the actual event. I was the only one. I remember saying to my son, I'm probably the only one that's just going for that. And she's he's like, it doesn't matter. Who cares? We all went out to dinner and I remember having a wonderful time and feeling these are my people. I love these women. They, these women were all like my people. And anyway, one of them invited me into a Zoom and I was shocked and honored. And it was a Zoom on a Friday. But anyway, so Gina was having another event like two weeks later in December. And I was on the fence, on the fence. Do I go, do I not go? And when I was in the Zoom, two of the women were going to the Miami event after just completing her workshop in Chicago. And I'm like, what? They're going again? So I'm like, I'm going. This is a sign I need to go. Long story short, I went out, I booked it. It was a Friday, I booked it on a Monday. And the event was transformative. A lot of epiphanies, and powerful mess, you know, just divine. She like her her thing is divine living. So I was in the restroom at the hotel restaurant. So we basically were in a workshop the entire day, uh, three days, and we'd eat at the hotel in the rest. You know, we didn't have cars. We just did our thing. And the final night, I'm like, let's go to a different hotel restaurant. Like, let's walk next door. So we go to this other one. It was Italian. And I'm washing my hands. And I get this, like, literally a divine download. You belong down here. You belong in Florida. I come back to the table with Tessa Lewis and this other lady, Eileen. And I said, I, I, I need to be down here. I, I should move to Florida. And anyway, come back to Michigan. Reality hits. You know, my son's graduating like two weeks later. And he's like, I'm moving to Kentucky where Sarah, his girlfriend was. And I'm like, oh, wow, you're moving away. You just finished college. I got him through college, right, with the father. And I'm like, this is like lining up for me to get out of here. And financially, let's be honest and real, I was in some debt and it made sense to sell my house and it was a good time to sell. So I, I and then I, like I said, the, the other time we spoke, I, I, I was basically still afraid. I'm like, this is all I know is Michigan. You know, I've lived there my whole life and I don't really have a relationship with my mother. So I, I really had nothing keeping me there other than my real estate. So, so, so let me just interject here. Like what really stands out to me about your story is you're this person that was born and raised. You lived your entire life in the same state. So for you to move to another state, that took a gigantic amount of courage and bravery. Do you think that Gina DeVee's course was part of helping? How did you get the bravery to do that? I mean, a lot of people will go to Florida or California and say, I love it here. I want to move here, but they never actually do it. Yeah, true. I had a couple snowbird friends here. That was a little bit of comfort, but ultimately it just, 
I was looking at local apartments after thinking of selling the home and I'm like, no, I'm done with the cold. I can't do the cold anymore. It's like seven months. I'm in my fifties. I'll be 55 in April. Okay. And honestly, I can't take it anymore. It was like seven months straight. Like I love snow. It's gorgeous, sparkly, beautiful to look at, but, and I just, I like change and it does take a lot of bravery, but I had a coach the whole time that I was moving. I actually hired her to help me build my coaching business. But in turn, because I was in a lot of transition, I had to clear out my home of 25 years by myself. And that's like a lot accumulated over 25 years living there. So a lot, you know, donating, selling, you know, all the things. I met two fabulous women actually that were buying stuff from me and we're still friends today. It's wild, isn't it? How that happened. But honestly, I wanted change. I wanted something new and different. And I love the warm weather. I visited Florida multiple times and it's just time for change for me and Josh moving away and which now he's down here. He ended up I manifested him to arrive down here in August. So I moved here in April and he moved down in August. He's in Tampa. But so basically, yeah, it was the coach's support and just all my books, all my cards, all my spiritual practices, my morning routine, my meditation, my prayer. That's how, Christine, that's how, because I had faith and trusted in the universe and God. I love it. I think there's a lot of people in our age group who are ready for a change, but it can be so hard for them to actually go through with it. I love the fact that you're a transformational coach. I have actually never heard of that. I think it's an amazing thing to do to help people to actually transform their life, because I think we're all trying to transform our life all the time. And in this very short amount of time that we've been talking, I can already see from the things you've said, you've already had major, major, major transformation. You mentioned that you, there was a lot of negativity in your childhood and to overcome that it's awesome. And it's amazing. And life is really good in Florida. I can tell just from all your happy Facebook posts and all the fun things that you get to do, how with your transformational coaching, how do you get people to help them to go for their dreams and goals? So we start with what they want to work on, which area of their life, what one thing they want to work on. And we start with, like, I have a whole thing from gratitude. It just, it really depends, but it's, it's really about listening and supporting. And hopefully like my ideal client is a spiritual person is spiritual. Mm -hmm. My ideal client is someone that has a higher power they believe in. So it's tapping into that mm-hmm. and supporting them and being a safe space. And a safe space, yes. Space, yeah. And just a lot of positive. I feel like generally speaking, I love lifting people up. Like I love lifting people up. I love complimenting them. And people don't get enough of that. And like just... Do you notice like if ever I'm lifting someone up, they're like just in awe or they're like so grateful and it's like women empowering women. Yeah. I have a statement that you said, quote, it's my responsibility to share my story and help others. I love your dedication to help others transform their life and your commitment to it. It's just in your whole essence and being and you radiate light and 
helpfulness and it's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really my passion. It's my passion work. And while I was at the event in Miami, I was noticing a lot of people were coaches and I'm in real estate and there were other people there for different things and a lot of high powered women making tons of money. And they were all there for different reasons. And I was like, I want to be a coach. Like I've been doing the coaching. And then I hired the coach to help me build the business. And she's like, Linda, you're a coach. You're always, you know, you've raised a son. You've done all this transformational work. You've hired coaches. You've invested in yourself multiple times. You're natural, you know, and I'm still. I I agree with that statement. I totally agree with that statement because your whole life experience, like I think in order to be a really, really good coach, you have to experience what your clients are going through. And you've done that. You've done a huge amount of transformational work in different ways in your mind and even your physical location and moving and then changing your career. And I agree, like it's you. Thank you. Yeah. And I I did get my real estate license down here and I, I am licensed in both Florida and Michigan and offering to a mentor agents. That's another thing. I work for a brokerage that's huge EXP and it's cloud-based. We have, you know, we're nationwide and international now, and it's growing like wildfire. And basically within, I became a mentor there and I loved it. And I'm like, oh, this is my thing. So that's kind of the beginning of the coaching. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, I can be a mentor at EXP. So now yeah. I'm a mentor. And then it yeah. kind of led me into the coaching. Yeah. I I also wanted to ask you a bit about your morning practice. And the reason why I want to ask you is I I recently, well, it was a few months ago, I listened to a podcast about morning practices by an author called Hal Elrod called The Magical Morning. And, you know, honestly, I clicked on it because I was walking and that was what popped up next. And I was like, well, I already know about this stuff. Why, Why do I need to know? But I listened and it actually did significantly transform my life because what he said made sense to me. And even I've noticed little things like getting up and before, you know, turning on your phone or your computer, anything, spend even just three minutes in prayer or meditation. What I've noticed, Linda, is that if I don't do that, if I even wait like an hour, it's much, much harder for me to get into the right mindset to meditate. It's hard for me to getting in the right mindset for the prayers that I want to do. Cause I, I kind of interchange both of them back and forth. So I understand now why Hal says do it right away because you wake up in the morning and your mind is really clear and it's able to receive and you're able to really get that clarity. And the meditation is much more effective. And the other interesting thing that I discovered and I, and you know, so I'm talking about mine, but then I want to hear about yours is I just sort of accidentally stumbled on a woman who every morning I email her my gratitude list and it might be three things or it might be three to five things. And for me, I know this isn't for everybody, but you know, throughout my life, I've, I've gone back and forth with, you know, I, I do gratitude and then all of a sudden I just stop doing it for a while and then I'm back doing it and then I stop. And for me, it's finally sticking a hundred percent. And I think it's because I needed an accountability partner for my gratitude. So I want to hear about your morning practices. 
Sure. And I have to, before I forget, mention, I've been doing gratitude for over 10 years. I had some massive health issues in 2011 and 12. And that's a whole story we could have an entire podcast on. And the health issues lasted me for approximately four years. And ultimately, that's when I stepped deep into faith and the transformation began because it literally the physical illness. So the gratitude practice started from that. Like just, I did it. And I, to this day, morning practice is I will light candles. Usually when there's time I start now that I had this interview with this Brian, who's a breath work and a fruitarian really working on the breathing, even starts mm-hmm. in the bed, starts in the bed, work on the breathing, mindful breath, conscious breathing, Thank you, God, for a new day. The minute I'm in wake up in the morning, laying in the bed. Thank you, God, for a new day, always. And then I have two journals that I write in. And one is actually the two-minute morning. I have to find it, but it's it's a journal where there's like three things. And you basically, there's some gratitude in there and there's intentions. And what are you going to let go of? Mm, love that what are you going to let go of what a great yeah i'm letting go of i'm letting go of okay and then i'm grateful for three things and then i'm gonna focus on oh love it love it setting intentions being grateful and powerful letting go so it could be i'm letting go of lack today fear and lack or i'm letting go of um old belief about myself, whatever it could be. I'm letting go of this negative feeling towards a person or something. And today my intentions, I'm going to be present, whatever. But so I'll do that. And then I've been really trying to sit in meditation. When I say trying, it's because I've been doing it, but not as long as I would like to, not as often as I would like to, but there's definitely journaling, there's prayer, there's thanking God for a new day. Usually there's candles. I have sometimes cards or a book. It's just feeding yourself positive, inspiring faith stuff. You know, that's how I start my day. Love it. Thank you for sharing because I feel like I learned some tips too. And I think my listeners are all going to be really interested too in trying out some of the extra things that you do. Um, yeah, it makes such a difference. If if I don't do it, typically it's like you just notice, you notice, but it's basically getting grounded for the day. It's it's just making you a calmer person, a less reactive, you know, and more responsive. It's very powerful. The morning is so powerful. Such it a- is. I want to discuss one other quote of you because this is, I can tell you're really passionate about this because you say it often in your Facebook lives. You say, we are here for joy. And that's just such a beautiful reminder for me every day. How did you get to that place? And you're very dedicated to to reminding everybody about that and maybe reminding yourself too. Well, actually, one thing I'll say is Judaism. So I was raised with zero religion and we had a Christmas tree, but I'm Jewish 
And my dad chose to be an atheist because of the Jews that were murdered or whatever reason he chose. And basically they said, oh, everybody hates Jews. Don't tell anybody you're Jewish. We had a Christmas tree. My mother's side was from Russia and they were just didn't probably know the, the holidays. So my best girlfriend as a child, I saw Passover and I saw Hanukkah. That's the only way I knew. Then when I was pregnant with my son, I started to learn about Judaism because his father's Jewish. I am Jewish. I just... No, didn't practice growing up. One of the things about Judaism is like, we are here for joy. There's something in the, the faith. I, I don't know all the details, but there's a ton of wisdom in the Judaism faith. And then that, but truly all my, we are here to be enjoying ourselves. Like it's just, let me try to figure this out. Like basically that's my belief. It's my belief. We're not supposed to be sad. God loves us. God wants us to be happy. God wants us to have what we want. It's like God being our father, right? The universe, like, doesn't a father want their child happy? Doesn't a father want? Yeah, they want what the child wants. You want to be, you know, an artist, whatever, you know, you get what you want. You know, I love you. I want the best for you. So we are here to be smiling and joyful, you know? I agree. And it's always a great reminder. Always a great reminder. I like to do a little game at the end where I throw a few words at you and then you can come back and just say, you can either uh, think of a first word that pops in your head or a sentence, or we can have a little discussion about it. So your first word is transformation. Sounds amazing to me. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah. You are very enthusiastic about it. Your second word is health. Health. Health is wealth. Wealth. Ah, love it too. Health is wealth. Totally agree. Third word is empowered. Mm, My podcast, because that's what it's called. Yeah. And I love it. It's the best concept. And your fourth word is bravery. I would say me. (laughs) Ah, That's beautiful. Yes, that's the way if everyone could own it. You just owned it. That's awesome. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Your last word is authentic. It's also me. Yes. <laughs> authentic. Yeah. Authentic's just really where it's at. I really, really believe that. I mean, when I'm authentic, like with my son's friends or with just anyone I meet, they're just like, they love you. It's like they crave it. They want it so bad because so many people are just living this programmed existence and superficial everything, you know, it's, it's just wild. Yeah. We're all spiritual beings having a human experience and we're all really one and the same. And, you know, it's, that's part of me helping others. It's like, I'm really helping myself too. When you help others, you're helping yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Well, with that, Linda, I want to know how people can find you, like how they can connect with you for coaching, because I love your concept of transformational coaching and how they can find your podcast and and whatever information um, my listeners want to know how to get in touch with you. Oh, sure. Thank you. It's lindabrandcoach.com is the website. And you can find me on Instagram at lindabrandcoaching. And on Facebook, I'm active at Linda Brand, and you can find my podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google, Empowered the Podcast. And it's a picture of me. There's quite a few podcasts named Empowered, but it's a picture of me in a dress, and 
as blueprint. And I'm bringing a ton of fabulous guests and you will be a guest too, Christina. I can't wait. I love your story of transformation, Linda. It's a beautiful one. And I think your conviction and your dedication to bringing your message to the world of, in particular, women, you know, stepping out, being brave, being empowered, it's beautiful. And you're going to help so many people along this journey. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Thank you for having me, Christina. You're an amazing interview. I had so much fun talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy life to listen to today's episode. I love learning about what makes you brave. I'm here with you. I see you. I hear you. And I want to hear from you. I want to know how you're showing up as being brave and authentic. Connect with me on Instagram at She's Brave Podcast or come join our community in the She's Brave Podcast Facebook group. I'm sending you so much love. Until next time, keep being brave.